I see but, your point. Not that we didn't get completely off subject six different ways. Yeah, it's all know. good. God damn it, nostalgia. Nobody's listening anyways. That's Nobody's what I, listening anyway. That, that's what I always say. Nobody's listening anyway. I've never said Let's that. Let's just say the winners right now. <laughs> this is The Bracket, a podcast about our 64 favorite movies. We have them battle it out to see which movie will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica. And on today's show, we have Rich. And Francisco. And our producer, who must not be named. In this week's episode, it is week 29 out of 32 of our first round matchups. <laughs> celebrating March Madness in its finest hour. The, fo- the, the football bracket, son of a bitch. The college basketball bracket got announced last night. Who's filling out a college basketball bracket, you, you guys? Probably. Neither of you guys. I love our sports segments. <laughs> in the blue corner, this movie was released in 1999. It's the fourth sports segment that I keep making you guys do. In the blue corner, this movie was released in 1999 from director Dennis Dugan. Starring Adam Sandler, Joey Lauren Adams, the Sprouse Twins, and Jon Stewart. Weighing in at 93 minutes, Big Daddy. In the red corner, being released in 2005 from director Peter Seagal. Starring Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, James Cromwell, and Nelly. Weighing in at 113 minutes, The Longest Yard. And so begins the Adam Sandler episode. Adam Sandler match-off. So... When was the first time you watched Big Daddy? Oof. I don't know. I was probably 12, 13. Okay. Yeah. I mean, classic. I love Big Daddy. It's I great f- classic. I think I f- it was my first ever Adam Sandler movie. Really? Yeah. I think that's why I have such an attachment to it. I love Happy Gilmore for its comedy and like some of the gut-busting laughter in that movie. Mm-hmm. But Big Daddy was my first ever intro. It wasn't Waterboy. It wasn't Billy Madison. Like, I saw him as like... The, like, begrudged hero. Right. What did I say? Nothing, because I was waiting for you to finish, and then I was going to say my first uh, Adam Sandler movie, and it's the Christmas anime. Uh, it's I, not an anime. Well, it's a cr- Christmas cartoon. Eight, Eight Crazy Nights? Eight crazy. Yeah. I love that movie. I thought it was, and I was like, should I even bring it up? Because then he's just going to think I'm trying to that's not anime, slide though. in just a any, anything. I mean, for me, anything that's... It's animated. Like I said, we're closer to having an anime segment, but it's I know. To a I sports just, I, I'm sorry, bro. And it, continue. You don't need to apologize. Um, I, th- I think what got me really excited about Big Daddy was Adam Sandler in like his jokey adult phase, mm-hmm. which to me, like I've always aspired to be. It's just like the cool adult that also has kids, mm-hmm. but also willing to party and still like wants to have a life. Like I really connect to his character in this movie. Um, especially now that I'm an adult having kids and trying to still have a life. like It, it feels like it connected a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was really fantastic in this movie, and I, I don't think he gets credit for a lot of his comedy roles because yeah. he's just such a silly bitch, mm-hmm. like, to not have a better word for it. But in his heartfelt roles... There was way better words, Rich. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, we're, we're all silly bitches at no, one time. No, for real. I'm not, I'm not. But he, uh, he, was, he doesn't get a lot of credit for his... His serious roles. So there's like Punch Drunk Love, there's uh, Funny People that he's in. Mm-hmm. Even Click has some really serious drama parts in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Where like it'll bring you down, and you're like, damn, dude, this fucking like yeah. Sandler's trying to make me cry. The dude from mm-hmm. Billy Madison's trying to make me cry right, right now. Right, right, it's not right. fair. So I really like his serious roles when when they happen because even in his most serious roles, he still has humor in them mm-hmm. because he just he can't he has that persona yeah. where he wants to make you laugh even when he can make you cry, mm-hmm. and that's really. What I, my big takeaway was. When did you first see Big Daddy? Uh, I don't know what age or what year it was, but I do remember that it was on a, a TV. 
So you you know you'd get your probably a TNT repeat. You you get your commercial breaks. Said so watch the movie, go walk around like the kitchen, and then come back and that was yeah. really. I think that was like <clears throat> the first time. I I think for me, um, the funniest thing, and it's it's going back to what we said a couple of, um, about a couple other movies. It's just um, the the time in your life where you're watching this movie. And me and Adam Sandler and, and Big Daddy right now are like the same person. And, 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 you think so? And, and just like where you are in life. And it's like where you're just over the next step in your life and you're like clean. You're not ready to not, go. Yeah. yeah. And you're like really, you're like, well, no, I still want to have my shitty apartment. And, yeah. You know, like like there there's there, there's that. that the simplicity of uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And I just thought it was hilarious that they kind of nail everything in the head mm-hmm. about like, you know, a dude lives the way a dude lives, yeah. and adding adding this extra thing, even though you mm-hmm. want like a little version, like you're like, yeah, eh, I don't want to deal with the whole like like yeah. piss and throw up and everything sure. of a daily thing. So I just I I thought it was like the funniest thing. Right on. So just for a synopsis, so because not everybody's probably seen Big Daddy nowadays. 32-year-old Sonny Koufax, as Adam Sandler, spent his whole life avoiding responsibility, but when his girlfriend dumps him for an older man, he's got to find a way to prove he's ready to grow up. In a desperate last-ditch effort, Sonny adopts five-year-old Julian, Dylan and Cole Sprouse from, you know, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, uh, to impress her. She's not impressed, and he can't return the kid. (laughs) That was the best synopsis I could find. Oh, so you didn't write that? Um, Give credit. To who? So we don't get sued. Uh, what did Francisco just say? We're n- no one's listening anyway. That's but true. I got that synopsis. <laughs> just in case somebody listens. From Fandango, the oh. worst movie site on the internet. You Thank like, you, Fandango. You don't like Fandango? No, it's the worst. Um. I might take Just, just in case. Thank you for giving the synopsis. If anybody has not seen Big Daddy by now, please unsubscribe. <laughs> That's really rude. We only have like four please. subscribers. Please and subscribe hopefully, and then unsubscribe. Yes, and hopefully they've already seen Big Daddy. Cause I mean, I don't think we really have a young Because if you uh, haven't seen Big Daddy audience, and you're clicking on this podcast, you're probably expecting something else. So hopefully well played, you've seen the sir. movie. Well played. <laughs> One thing I was thinking about too. Big Daddy versus The Longest Yard. <laughs> you know, they're really on the nose with their dick references. Moving on. To our non-sex segment. I'm sorry, guys. God damn it! How did we get kicked off? We the were so again? good. We, we, I was we were, doing so we were good. We're nailing it. We're I was doing so good. Session. We're bringing we're it back. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> um, so, one other thing we had to talk about is Adam Sandler movies that we didn't bring onto the podcast because I know that there was a lot of them in the running. Uh, obviously, Happy Gilmore for me is on the list for like one of my favorites. Um, Click as well, although it's not love. Mm -hmm. Wedding Um, Singer. Wedding Singer for some people, not for me. Um, But there's a lot of movies that he could be um, Um, nominated uh, for. Grown Ups, the first one. The second one's Ass. But the first one, it's one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. I liked it. I didn't love it. It felt like they were trying to be dorks about it. I just liked the chemistry. I thought it was, was, you know. But I I think, you know, I think we all just appreciate Adam Sandler for our time. In his younger days. And one thing I can say about our podcast in general, it's not really made... For people under 15, because like we do reviews for movies like Pulp Fiction and Shawshank, where mm-hmm. it's an older audience that would be listening. and I mean, although I think that we're funny enough to get everybody to listen, we don't also talk about movies that everybody's watching nowadays. Right. Another one, Fifty First Dates. Oh my god. My wife loves Fifty First Dates. I don't like that movie. What's it's not that? for me. 
It wasn't on the on the bracket. No, I could swear I I, I saw it because I thought it was in the bracket. I what guess about, I just enjoyed a good movie. What about uh, and funny, I could cry too. Funny people. I like funny people a lot. I I I went into it a lot like um, Tropic Thunder, like Step Brothers, um, like the other guys, like those really silly movies that you expect to be funnier. Which one is Funny not, People? I don't remember that. Funny one. People's with him and Seth Rogen, where he hires Seth Rogen to be his joke writer, and cancer. he's basically he has cancer and like he's trying to get back with Leslie Mann. Um, which, oh my god, Leslie Mann in, in Big Daddy Actually, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, well. Hmm. Okay. Sorry for killing the mood, guys. <laughs> I know. Alright, so cast standouts for Big Daddy, now that we're back on topic. We had a, we've had kind of a, a mixed road for a podcast today. Cast standouts for Big Daddy. Adam Sandler was obviously fantastic. Uh-huh. Julian is the boys. The boy. Two kids played him, but Julian was actually really, um charming and like the little kid role where you're like you kind of just like feel for him like the mm-hmm. dude doesn't really have anything so he's right. just looking up to Adam Sandler um Leslie Mann as um the bitch uh, the bitch girlfriend right I fucking love Leslie Mann in every movie exactly. but I remember hating her for this role for the mm-hmm. longest time mm-hmm. do we need to pause no you're good I'm just gonna be I don't know what to do with that Jose here um for me I He's going to keep all this and then make us feel like fucking sure. badasses. I'm not eating chips. Badass. <laughs> I went to the gym today, and I worked out. I lifted 145 pounds. With my dick. With my dick. Oh, God. He's definitely keeping that part in. <laughs> Fuck me. I just can't help myself. I need to make dick references as much as possible, or I feel like I'm not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So I told my girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. So I really like Leslie Mann. Who's, oh. Leslie Mann, like her character in the movie, she's a complete bitch, but her character for every other movie she's in, she's like the sweetheart girlfriend or um, Paul Rudd's wife in, in uh, Knocked Up. Like, I love her. I've had such a crush on her forever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Sonny's girlfriend in Big Daddy, uh, the girl who plays Layla, she's just like this charming little thing. What's her name? Joy Lauren? Yeah, she's not in any other movies, huh? I hate her voice. It, it's like, nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I sound super annoying as well, but like, just her like... She has a very nasally voice. Yeah. Well, it's a New York accent. It's Jersey accent. Like, talk shit. Oh, that's how it? they all sound. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's why, I'm sorry, New York. Well, that's why like, everybody was hating on, um, uh, again, to bring up Suicide Squad, but the Harley Quinn character that, that Margot Robbie played, she played a really annoying accent, and she changed her accent multiple times in the movie, so anybody who's like a really... I didn't catch it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's it's that accent that she was mm-hmm. playing. But it's kind of surprising that she's not in more movies. Steve um, Buscemi, for me, was a, was a standout in this In Big movie. Daddy? Yeah. I loved him. As the homeless guy? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, he's in everything. So he's kind of like, he's like a forgotten hero to me. Where he doesn't get a lot of credit for his time in movies. But I really do like Steve Buscemi. I liked um, Cause the, I, the food delivery guy, though, too. Um, what am I trying to say? The animal. What the fuck's his name? Rob Schneider. Yes. Like, he's really... Like, for his time in the movie, he's really good. And then even, like, the friendship that Adam Sandler and his friends have. I always love camaraderie in movies where, mm-hmm. like, you feel like people... Like, they actually have, have a grown friendship. up together. Mm-hmm. Granted, without any Adam Sandler movie, all those dudes are super tight, so they're gonna be all in the same roles, but I really like the cast in this movie for that. 
What do you like more? Uh, uh, a more serious, like like we saw in um, for Steve Buscemi, um, a more serious role, like like he did in in Air Con Air, or or this one where it's more. I of think a, Steve Buscemi is like one of the most underrated actors. To I me. agree. I agree. He he could win an Oscar if they gave him the right role, but he mm-hmm. just has fun doing Steve Buscemi, just like. Punching bag, picking up goals. a quick check, you yeah. know, just a, a nice. Just showing up for Adam Sandler movies and having a blast, <laughs> like which I mean, I do understand because a lot of the actors who do those like Oscar type of roles, like Christian Bale, he's killing himself mm-hmm. for every role he does. Right, right. Versus right, right. Steve Buscemi, he's like, yeah, I'll dress up like a homeless dude for four episodes. Right. Like, fuck and- it, <laughs> I'm down with that. Um, other big cast standouts: John Stewart wasn't in the movie that much, but it was really cool seeing young John Stewart. Mm-hmm. And I remember really liking The Daily Show for a long time. Because it was Jon Stewart from Big Daddy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, other cast standouts. The dad. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. The dad. Uh, Adam Sandler's dad in the movie. but Jon Stewart? No, no, no. The Kevin uh, Greedy? Garrity? Jarity? I don't know. Get it together, bro. I don't know. I don't know words. No, Adam Sandler's dad is the old dude who calls him on... Oh, Adam like, Sandler's dad. I'm yeah, sorry. He, he, it's the, essentially, the opening to the movie, he's like, Hey, man, you get your life together yet? No? All right, go fuck off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny, played by Joseph Blum. We're killing her right now, guys. <laughs> Thank God we're not Fandango. Wait. Don't keep this in here. <laughs> I'm too far away from the microphone. I really liked, I really liked his dad's character, though, because it just felt like the real dad who's like, he's trying to motivate his son, and he doesn't know how to do mm-hmm. it. And like you said, the son's just trying to hold back from like really taking those steps forward in life. Yeah. And same thing, it's kind of like a movies that I really like are very similar with that. Where Knocked Up does this, mm-hmm. um, Waiting, Van Wilder, like movies where dudes just like don't want to commit to a real lifestyle because they just want to keep living like their younger years, but they waited way too long to move right. the fuck on. Right, right, right. Like every one of the movies I like, and it is like a Happy Madison vibe where all of Adam Sandler movies are like that, where it's just mm-hmm. like a dude not taking that step, even though he knows he has to. Right. But at the end of it, he takes the step, he's happier for it, and it's kind of motivating for all of us nerds, like, not wanting to take the step, knowing that we have to. Um, how do you feel about um, the soundtrack in Big Daddy? It's definitely a 90s, like, rock, hip-hop, Kinda or not like, hip-hop, but like a rock, but like good, good vibes mm-hmm. the whole time. There's a big, um, oh my god, I just blanked on it. Not... Oh no, not Van Halen. But there's a there's a part where he and uh, Layla are listening to the radio. Right, and he starts singing. Yeah, I don't remember the part. I can't, I'm really remember, the, I can't remember the band name, but like I I like when music gets involved in the movie with, for more than just the, the score. Mm-hmm. And then for best quotes, I still quote this line to this Tuesday. day. When I fuck something up around my house, I'm all Scuba Steve. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> the point where now my kids say it and I feel like a terrible parent <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you guys for best quotes best quotes I can't remember any right now when he drops the, the tomato soup can Microsoft went down three points mm-hmm. I do that shit <laughs> literally in the in the grocery store my wife goes why do you keep doing that I mean if you don't know you're never gonna get it right 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 has Micro- she seen a Microsoft went down three points yeah I forced her to watch it but she doesn't like Adam Sandler I don't know what to do oh, with what? I don't know what to do with my wife she, her favorite Adam Sandler movie is 50 First Dates like what are you gonna do I mean it's not a bad movie it's not but like it's not in the bracket either take a lap best quotes I would've put it in the bracket um, you wouldn't I, I would've put it in the bracket oh, if okay. I had a saying in this show no you don't um one best of my quotes. Favorite quotes you didn't write anything down never do 
I, all right. Well, how about instead of best quotes, best moments when he finally has that talk with his dad at the jury stand, mm-hmm. and he just breaks it down like, hey, man, I know I fucked up in the past. I love that boy more than anything. I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to do this. Like, I'm not gonna cry, but I might. <laughs> I think I think one of my favorite moments is the is the McDonald's. Uh, it ends at at, at ten thirty because I think we've all oh, been there. Oh, shit! We we've all been there where we think it, it ends at like at a, at eleven or a certain time. Yeah. And no, I'm sorry, our yeah. breakfast ends at ten thirty. Right. It's, I'm really grateful they have those. Uh, it's those now calls. it's all day breakfast. Well, yeah, it's just certain things. Like, come on, just give me what I want. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if you get breakfast at McDonald's after like noon, you know you're getting microwave egg McMuffins. Like, keep it real. You're not getting the best. You're not getting the best meal. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's McDonald's, so there is times though where McDonald's will surprise you and give you a good sandwich if mm-hmm. you get it at the right time. Yeah. Uh, any other funniest moments? Sponsored by McDonald's, by the way. Uh, this episode's brought to you by McDonald's. Dun 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 dun. I'm loving it. I hate spit. But this movie does, it has a funny scene where he does the whole, like, oh, oh my yeah. god. It's pretty funny, but I... That one touched the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you going to have for lunch, buddy? 30 packets of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the most part, I think the McDonald's scene is my favorite. That court scene, too, really killed me when, like... It's heartbreaking. He, he's, you know, like, he, you got attached to... Yeah. We'll get to it in Claws, for sure. <laughs> okay. Claws, like... <laughs> The uh, the scene where he meets uh, Vanessa's new boyfriend, and he's like, "Oh my god, you'll be thinking about me when you're cuddled up with him with his old skin and wrinkly balls." Gross. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. Uh, biggest flaws, Francisco. What do you got? I think uh, I to mention it. The the girlfriend, the voice, her voice just really annoys me. It's a shitty New York accent. You get used to it, and then you start to love it. Do you though? Yep. Sorry, buddy. Producer, biggest flaws of Big Daddy. I don't know. I think it's one of those movies I just enjoy. Like, I don't really see a yeah. for myself. I can see why other people won't like certain things. Oh, yeah. It, but it's like we say, bracket goggles. That you also have to put on, like, different... This isn't an Oscar movie. Like, we're, yeah. we know what we're doing. Um, so, for me, I wouldn't have ever called this flaw out unless we were on the bracket. But the fact that he legit kidnaps a little kid is a little bit of a flaw. Yeah. Like, the fact that the, the the child services people just gave the boy away. We'll just act like you were never here. Yeah. And fucking good luck. <laughs> Lady gave me five bucks to drop this kid off. <laughs> what? See you later. <laughs> like, and then he brings the kid. Hey, I don't know who this fucking kid is. And they're like, oh, no. You're Kevin Garrity. He's yours now. Right. But what the fuck do now you he mean? Just, right. Like, he's going to show an ID. The fuck is this? The worst child services ever. I think you're the only one that points out useful stuff on this on this show. <laughs> like, like I said, I would never have called that out unless I like really tried to dial it in. Um, obviously, there's like other little flaws. It's not a perfect movie, but it's very funny. It's very, very heartfelt. Um, and like I said, Adam Sandler's a silly bitch. That's so a good time. The when he throws a stick when they're uh, roller skating. That shit's so, so bad. Goddamn <laughs> stick! And then he's like, I made him the stinky kid of the class. Like, that hits home for me. Because, like I said, like, yeah. I, I, I hate, like, like feel like I, like I smell bad. So, like, yeah. like knowing that my son might be that person, yeah. it's like, oh, no. Dude, I make sure my kids walk, brush their teeth every time they go to school. I'm like, I'm not going to have the kid with right. mangy-ass right. teeth. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Just for this movie, though, too. I do not want to have the old lady teacher mad at me. Right. Um... Any other moments you want to bring up before we move on? 
No. Funniest moments? No? I do like the, the glasses scene. The invisible glasses? Yeah. That's heartfelt. Yeah. I think. That's really sweet. Yeah. I'm not, yeah never mind. I'm not going to get into some <laughs> emotional shit. So. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy's, Big Daddy's a like good the, movie. Yeah. Big Daddy's a good movie for parents, for kids. Like, it just has a good vibe all the way around. Like I said, Adam Sandler's not appreciated for his drama, dramatic no, roles. No, no, he's... Like, we appreciate it, but, like, on, like, the grand scheme of people, like, everybody just thinks of him as, like, the dummy, the dumb dude from Billy Madison. Right. Uh, any, uh, now that we're talking about, you know, giving people appreciation, any Goldblum Awards? Give it to the kid. The wow. For Best Supporting Actor? Yeah. We're doing ankles for us. Wow. I don't think that's ever happened where two people got the same award. I have to share it, because they're twins. <laughs> Did you see the... Uh, really? Are, th- are they both in, in the... Yeah. Because well, I only found one in cast. Most of the time, child actors have to be filmed, like, in shifts. Because you're not allowed to work a kid for more than, like, four hours a day or something like that for child labor laws. Even though they gave this kid away in the movie. No, I was going to say, I think that's what they used to do. But I think they've kind of just changed that role. Well, no, but that's why a lot of twins are famous. Because like, yeah. they have to play the same role. That's what happened in Full House. Um, yeah, Full House. Ha- well, the most notable is, is Full House and... Um, what's the other one? Yeah. Please don't say the parent trap. All right. So yeah, I, I don't have any best. I don't have any uh, Goldblum awards I want to give. I'd say just an honorable mention to Adam Sandler for his for his time, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's worthy of you know comparing himself to the great greats of the bracket. Um, I don't know. Shit, I'll, I'll debate that. When we get to the Bracket Awards episode, you're going to see some great performances that we have nominated for Best Performance, and you're going to have a hard time comparing Adam Sandler from Big Daddy to that. I don't know, man. All right. Big Adam Sandler fan. Me too. (laughs) Um, All right, so what's your your grade for Big Daddy from your uh, first viewing? I think... It, it was an 8 when I first saw it. It's just a solid movie. I think I'm giving it a 10 this time watching. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Wait, you said a 10? I'm giving it a 10. Oh, shit. Bro, this guy's a 10 whore. Oh my he gives these shits out to everybody. <laughs> you get a 10. You get a 10. You get a 10. Wait, no. I, I just, like, right now in the point, I just think it's, like, it's such a hilarious movie. Wait. But you have to see some flaws in it, too. Like, I'm... To, don't get me wrong. I'm the Big Daddy supporter. But you gotta see some flaws in the movie where you can't just give it a fucking 10. Wait, is it... I'm pretty sure this is your first 10. No. It? Probably. Fuck no. It's my first or second. He just likes calling Fuck. me a whore. Oh, okay. He's a 10 whore. We can get through this when we get to it, but... <laughs> Alright, so for me, uh, the first time viewing it, I'd say like a, a 9. Um, nine and a half for my first viewing. And it's gone down a little bit with age. It's better for different reasons, but I think it's down to like an 8, 8, 8, 9-ish now. Not a, not a 9. So I'll, do, I'll go 8, 9, right on the fringe. Okay. Okay, uh, moving on to the red corner. Give it an eight nine, just not to give it a nine. We've been through this. <laughs> I see perfection in very little things. I'm a nitpicking little bitch. On to the longest yard. Adam Sandler once again stars. Next to this time, Chris Rock, James Cromwell, Nelly, uh, Michael Irvin, Goldberg. Terry Tracy Cruz. Morgan, Terry Crews. Like, this movie's got cameos on top of cameos. Mm-hmm. Favorite when cameo did... for, for Longest Yard. Favorite cameo? Ooh. It's more of a favorite character, though, right? Uh, no. No, not favorite character, but you were like... 
I I I I enjoy that he was in this movie or it's whatever. Not, I don't fucking know, thing. man. No, let's it's do not. favorite character because favorite cameo. Mm. So I can have both. You can have both. Why can't? Why what's, Is it too much to ask for both? I Iron want Man, to Iron have Man both quotes. Too. Iron Man quotes. No. All right. <laughs> um, I think my favorite character is probably Nelly or Michael Irvin. Okay. Um, just because they were they didn't seem like they had a bad time at all. Mm-hmm. They were just they were complete fun the entire time. I agree. Um, Goldberg just kept talking about his dick, so that was a bit much. Uh, the Great Khali was speaking very little English, so that was tough to like. Uh, Burt Reynolds. We forgot completely about Burt Reynolds. Yeah. The original star of The Longest Yard, which I meant to bring up. If if anybody watches the OG mm-hmm. Longest Yard from 1974, Burt Reynolds legit slaps a bitch in the opening scene of the movie. So, like, you know in this movie where he's where Adam Sandler's yelling with Courtney Cox uh-huh. about, you better not take my car, and he just takes off? Right. Burt Reynolds legit, like, slaps the bitch up and takes the car. Oh, hell yeah. It's, it's awful. Like, oh, I mean, oh, no. <laughs> like, not a, like, shit that, like, people would... Why we're not talking about Burt Reynolds? Pre-death, sorry. Rest in peace. Pour some out for the homies. Pour some but, but not on my carpet. Yeah. Burt Reynolds, like, legit beat the fuck out of a girl at the beginning of that movie, and everybody's completely ignored it it's super weird maybe that's why he's in prison he's dead bro in in the second movie oh no (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh my okay on the longest yard when did you first see the longest yard francisco i saw it in theaters me too hell yeah which one it was so hype which one i was in connecticut so oh it was probably (laughs) i was valley number uh 14 it's the best theater in massachusetts which one Blackstone Valley number 14. Okay. So Somebody was, fact check that. So it's, it's the best theater in, in that area. Because I grew up in this one little rinky-dink theater. It was literally three theaters in, uh, in Killingly, Connecticut. The worst theater of all time. I saw Terminator 3 with four people in the crowd. The seats, like, legit were made in, like, 1940. So then we went to Blackstone Valley in Massachusetts, and this theater is super legit. And whenever like there was a big movie to come out, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to Blackstone. We're gonna see the we're gonna see it in the real fucking theater." Mm-hmm. And right now, I come out here and every fucking theater is legit as hell. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, what? You guys grew up with this shit? This is some <laughs> bullshit." All right, moving on. So yes, I saw it in theaters. Uh, what about you, producer? I saw it at home. Okay. But it was one of the coolest experiences. Before that, I would say that. Angels in the Outfields was one of my favorite sports movies. For sure. And this one was kind of a different thing, because, like, I remember (laughs) Angels in the Outfields was more of, like, a kid's... Joseph Gordon-Levitt shot out, too, by the way. I know. uh, And then... But that was more of, like, a kid's, like, sports movie for me. Well, I I can't believe it. The Mighty Ducks as well. Sorry. Mighty Ducks is legit as fuck. Yeah, I fucking grew up with Mighty Ducks. I fucking love that movie. I completely forgot about it. How does... You've never seen The Mighty Ducks? I, I don't like it. Oh, you don't like it. Proceed. Sorry. Anyways, that's another. Don't get the shame bell out yet. It's alright. Uh, but anyways, but the longest yard was more of like a, adult territory for me. Not adult. Yeah. But like more yeah. Mature, more themed. Yeah. More mature. So for me, it was like the coolest thing to yeah. to mm-hmm. kind of get into. And I was getting into football around that time, so mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, and it was funny as hell. So. But oh yeah. I, but I remember yeah. it was when when it came out on DVD because I didn't go to the movie theater to see that one, but it was once it came out and I watched it with my cousin. And we'd watch it, like, every day. Oh, yeah. I've seen both these movies a hundred times each. Yeah. Well, who's your favorite character? Um, and favorite cameo, if it, if it differs. I think... 
<laughs> I think I, I really I really liked um, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, okay. Yeah, and then kind Talk of about heartfelt. Yeah, that shit still hurts. But they um, dare you kill caretaker. But I, I also kind of had like a thing because I thought Burt Reynolds' character was also pretty badass because like they made this old guy. Oh, he's such a G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, but I never knew it was a remake. I, yeah, I found okay. It years later, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. But those two characters. Yeah, especially if you talk to like an adult about the longest show, they're like, "You mean the Bert, the Burt Reynolds one?" I'm like, "No, fuck you. Yeah. No one likes that movie." Yeah, <laughs> we're all talking about the Adam Sandler Come longest yard. Like, get get it together. When, when we when we announce this episode and it's Longest Yard versus Big Daddy, it's not going to be the 1974 <laughs> Longest Yard. Get the fuck out of here. I guess we should put the year just in case that one person yeah. is like, one I didn't dude. know what I was going through when I, I was... wanted to see the woman <laughs> I... beating Burt Reynolds movie. <laughs> I need my money back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so for the synopsis of The Longest Yard, 19, I'm sorry, 2005, if you haven't watched it, Paul Wrecking Crew was a revered football superstar back in his day, but that time has since faded. But when messy drunk driving incident lays him in jail, Paul finds, Paul finds he was specifically Jesus Christ reading his heart. Who knows words? They're so difficult sometimes. Paul finds he was specifically requested by <laughs> Readings Warden Readings for Hazen. rich people. <laughs> Do not make this more difficult for me. By a duplic- duplicitous prison. Why are there so many big words? Yeah, uh, prison just... official, well aware of Paul's athletic skills. Paul has been assigned to the task of assembling a team of convicts to square off in a big football game against sadistic guards. With the help of a fellow convict caretaker and an old legend named Nate Scarborough to coach. Crew is ready to, for what promises to be a very interesting game. In what the warden and the guards who have no idea or who... Or what they're up against. This is the worst review of all time. Paul is the driving force behind a new team. Did my 12-year-old son write this? Jesus. That one's not from Fandango. Hey, I take back any hate I had for Fandango. I I read a really bad synopsis just now. They played football and they're in jail. Yeah, thanks. There you go. Next time I'm going to read those synopsis before I try them again out loud. Just write your own synopsis. I wanted to make it easier for myself, and that was not easier. Yeah, I could tell. Christ. I'm going to have to edit that. No what shit. Happened? The, the synopsis was, like, legit choppy, so, like, the dude was, like, writing, like, incomplete sentences. Oh. And I can barely read out loud, so, like, how dare you? Moving on. Cast standouts. Uh, I Like I said, Nelly and Michael Irvin were my two favorites. Um, Burt Reynolds is really good as well. And obviously, Chris Rock's character as caretaker was mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Um, it feels weird though when you watch that movie after so many years it feels like Chris Rock should have been in this, the football scene at the end because he's such a major part of the first half of that yeah, movie yeah it, it, it does miss something when you take him out of the last scene I uh, it is a big grip of the movie so it's, it is about you know halfway through the movie where he gets killed is it? I thought it was like the last like 20 minutes well no but you gotta think the football game was 30 minutes in itself was it really? Yeah, the football game is a full game, um, and you got to think of like all the little breaks during the game where they have their little pep talks. Like the, right. the the football game was a big part of the movie, but caretaker's part in the first half of the movie, he was the heart of the movie. So in order for him to get taken out like that, it, it kind of like takes the the wind out of your sails. This most recent time watching it, I agree. Um, one thing that we we brought up um, last episode and the episode before was best intro to a character. The Longest Yard has, like, ten best intro to a character nominations. I agree. 
Like it's the best. Every single character gets the coolest fucking intro possible, uh-huh. including the little like Mexican dude who's watching Joe Behart. Like he's just having the time of his life <laughs> watching like I love the it, view, dude. and and it, it's just great. So one thing I want to bring up for for the end of the the longest yard review is intro to characters because it's it's yeah it's, it's, it's like it's, a movie it's, it's in cool. itself. Yes, yeah, like um. Instead of giving you like like their backstory of yeah. like what they're bad like the, mo- are, the yeah. most you get is like a couple stars you know like knowing you that they're 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 deathly you know characters but I I do agree with that that um their intros are pretty cool and like they're just you know ready to play yeah because some of our best intro to characters we had Ed Norton I nominated from Rounders we had um what was the review we did last week Rounders versus Big Lebowski obviously had some good ones. Um, I can't believe that one. But, take a lap. <laughs> this movie has so many good intros to characters. Even, like, Paul's character. Mm-hmm. Like, you see him as, like, he's just trying to watch football and right. have a good time, and he just fucking parties too hard. I don't hard. care like, about all these fucking yeah. people. It's, yeah. it's, it's such a good intro to him, and then you have the intro to Goldberg's character. You have the intro to Nelly's character and Michael Irvin's character. Like, there's, there's so many times where you're just like oh this movie's getting even better mm-hmm. and how often are you watching when we were like it starts and you're like all right this is fun and it just continues to grow mm-hmm. and like the excitement level you're like dude this fucking game's gonna be sweet yeah um so what's some of your biggest soundtrack hits that the whole movie is like a hype so um for me my favorite and it's the only time where i i notice uh music in movies is I'm so happy it's um the mutt scene where like they're throwing oh. the ball i'm sorry dude I'm sorry. Um, Actually, no, I'm not sorry. That's my favorite scene. You know, but... What's the name of that song? I was going to say the song by Nelly, the Here Comes the Boom. Oh. Yeah, that's a good intro. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't... I'm trying to sing the song right now from the mud scene. I don't fucking know. I don't remember the words either, but it's like... I want to say it's clear clear water and credence. Credence and clear water. Um... That is a super memorable scene, because now whenever mm-hmm. I hear that song, I think about that scene. Oh, you scene. think? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I do, um, too. I, I, the only reason I kind of cringe on that scene is because it's a bunch of, like, grown-ass men, like, acting like complete dorks, and it gets a little bit cringy during that for, like, adult rich watching it. As a kid, I didn't mind it, but, like, adult rich, you know, I don't it's know. It's a bunch if, of inmates, bro. It's just, just what's gay about that? Inmates are still people, though. Like, they don't, like, they're <laughs> not going to act full nerd. I don't know. To me, it was just a little bit of a stretch, but I see your point. It is a fun scene. Um, there was a really good use of rap, though, and hip-hop in the movie, and yeah. just, again, just hype you up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, what's some of your favorite quotes? The movie is just one big quote, but... Uh, no, I agree. Um, I already said one. It was, uh, readings for rich people. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's such a good time to say it, too, as I'm fucking up a synopsis. What's, what's another one that... Half a star versus superstar. Mm-hmm. We can sell it on pay per view. I yeah. I messed it up, but you knew what I had. What's some of your uh, your favorite quotes from the movie, producer? I'm spacing out. Why are you spacing out? Is it because the movie is so fun that you're living <laughs> in it, like the Dark Knight episode? I, <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Um, Reviewing the Dark Knight. Remember that part? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, say it was something. It was a fucking great movie. Yeah. Anyways, I like. Uh, it's not really a quote, but. Terry Crews' character, Hamburger. Cheeseburger ready. Oh, cheeseburger ready. <laughs> oh, what? What? Can you remember his quote? Yes. Uh, Go. I got the fries that will cross your eyes. <laughs> I got the shakes that will make you quake. I got the burgers 
Oh, I just got burned. I just got burned. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. All right. You finally got me. Best cameo in the movie. Comedian Joey Diaz plays the flat guy from Kent State, the white dude. Uh-huh. Why can't I play on the team? Yeah, so he's actually a really funny comedian, but I completely forgot he was in this movie until I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also in Spider-Man 2. Is he? Yeah, the scene where uh, Spider-Man's in the train, and he got his mask ripped off, and he just got his ass kicked by the octopus. Uh-huh. Joey Diaz is the big, fat, white dude with the New, Jer- New, Jer- New Jersey, New York accent. And he he gets does up, look kind of New York. And he goes, you want to get to him? You got to go through me. Mm-hmm. That's, That's Joey him. Diaz from Spider-Man 2. What the heck? Yeah, he's... I he's, do have a quote, like, because, like, you had one last... Uh, for for Big Daddy about something you still say to this day. Yeah. One of mine is from this movie, and it's like whenever like I fuck up a throw or something. It, not okay, I guess that one too. But <laughs> um, when whenever I, I like like mess up on a throw or a kick, I'm like, hey, sorry man, I just had popcorn. Yeah, you like, I, say that. <laughs> you say that. Yeah, I, like I shouldn't have had that popcorn. One one player that like I don't know the actor's name, the big like giant black dude from that was the original only black dude oh. on the team. When he gets jacked Bob by Sapp? the great, is it? Yeah, the uh, Satoski or Satoski. Or yeah. Whatever? Okay. So he gets he gets kicked in by the great Kali from the WWF, and he goes, "He broke it he in my nose. my nose. I think he did it on purpose." <laughs> <laughs> he was really good, and then the scene where they're doing like the tryouts, and all he has to do is tackle the bag, and he fucking takes the whole pipe out. I've broken in your toy. I've broken in your toy. <laughs> He's so funny. Like, every line he says is super quotable. Yeah. And it's so funny because, again, he's just being like a silly bitch the entire movie. Uh, silly bitch is like your new thing. <laughs> you're a silly bitch. All right. What other uh, good quotes do we have? <laughs> we, didn't get, we didn't get a chocolate bar. We got a Hershey kiss. <laughs> that was a good one. This movie's... That basketball scene was pretty pretty epic. You know what? I still think about that basketball way too much. Like it's, he just walks up on him, and that's the thing too. Though he's, he's a pro football player, like he's not going to be a complete scrub on the right, basketball court. Right, right, right. I mean, and and I do see that because like if you're like a natural athlete, like I mean, you're just you're just good at a lot of things, and I can't be like that because yeah, I suck at we're, life. We're sucked, but. but there's a one player that I always think about when I see this scene is um, he's a newer age people, a newer age player. So like this player for the Red Sox, he's a center fielder, Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. He also is like a really sick bowler. And he's also really good at basketball. Like, he was dunking in high school. And he's like, mm-hmm. damn, dude. You're sick at basketball, bowling, and football. Right. And, I'm sorry, and baseball. Like, how are you going to do this? So when, when you have this scene and you kind of think, like, the, the dorky white guy's going to get his ass kicked by Michael Irvin at basketball. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, granted, he probably should have. But the fact that he stays with him and he's really competitive. And, you know, like, once you have that drive in your head where, like, I'm not going to lose. So mm-hmm. you get it with Rocket League and I get it with, like, real sports. Mm-hmm. No, I really got it. I felt like it was really mean. It's okay. <laughs> My bad. Oh, get that shame bell out. Um, best moments? Any other good moments? Um, How about the two-point conversion at the end? The jacked-up play? Where uh, Burt Reynolds like, runs to the sidelines. Like, I don't has know has that ever been done? Like, Oh, yeah. That play's definitely since you're been done such before, a, yeah? yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah. There's um. With that finesse, though? Like, where you're acting like your, your people don't know what they're doing? And, like... And then they're like, oh, okay, you just got tricked. Like, that one's really egregious, but there's been plays where the quarterback will legit just walk like off the field okay. and stop right on the hash. So like one more inch over, you're out of bounds. And he'll just stand there, 
and all of a sudden they'll start playing and he'll run down the field solo. Mm-hmm. So very much like that, but not as like this one is really egregious because he's trying to like showboat about it. Mm-hmm. But usually when there's like fake plays and shit like that in games, it's like people are trying to be chill about it, nonchalant. Um, but I mean, trick play is a trick play. It was a fun way to end the movie. I like uh, one of the last scenes was like when when that uh, inmate is on the things like ah didn't do it. I think about that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like whenever I'm yelling at like a, a sports event, I literally want to be like, I didn't do it. <laughs> and like, also, uh, okay, when, when we get to plus, I guess I'll, I'll go with this one. I mean, we're already kind of there. Do you have any more funny moments you want to bring up? I know we missed some. There's a lot. Yeah, um, this movie's great. Oh yeah, it's like we said, silly. Yeah. It makes you want to go to jail. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. Listen to you, what, you don't want to play in the mud with inmates. I mean, nope. Didn't we just see Shawshank Redemption a few episodes mm-hmm. ago? Yeah. One one request I have, I don't know, I don't have a vote yet. I'm, all I'm saying is, if Longest Yard goes against Shawshank next week, I'm gonna be fucking hot. Like you better not compare those two movies. <laughs> oh my god, we'll see how this episode goes then. <laughs> uh, so what do you got for biggest flaws? For me, I think it's. And uh, with a big and this is assault. a real been, flaw. This we, is a real flaw. Is I promise. Um, because. Uh, what's his name? The 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 main, the the main guard. The the not the main guard. The the, the actual, warden. Yeah, the warden. He's like, oh, like the way I run this this prison is is the way I should run this state. But like, um, Chris Brown's character is just smuggling in like tennis shoes and like they're getting McDonald's and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense, you know? Like, well, that not. I don't want to get political, but there is a really good joke about this where it's like, you think a wall is going to keep Mexicans and drugs out of America? You can't even get people to stop bringing drugs into prisons. Right. How dare you think right, the wall right, is the right. solution? Mm-hmm. But yeah, moving on. Uh, yeah. Biggest flaws for you, producer. Like I said, this whole movie, we can't even like like stop thinking about funny quotes. So like the flaws are going to be with a little bit of a grain of salt. Yeah. But what do you got? I mean, I think this is also a movie just like, kind of like Big Daddy. It's kind of like I really love it mm-hmm. to the point where it's like I get that there's flaws, but for me it's kind of I love it. But I will say the idea of having a football team inside of a jail and to have other jails actually have a football team or no, it was because it was a football team against the. They Guardians. do it though. Do they do it in real life? Oh, and have ESPN go to the. No, I mean, ESPN, I, I get it. You have Berman down there. No, but like, I mean. <laughs> I guess if you did have a, a, a pro player. Another good player. cameo, though. Fuck! You're killing me on this. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. But Chris Berman's cameo as the announcer, like, I grew up with Chris Berman on, on Monday Night did Football. You? So, like, when he does his whoop, 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 <laughs> like, I'm legit like, yeah, I remember this. Like, this is Sports Center, like, Monday actually, mornings for me. Swear I, to God. I didn't actually think he was, like, an actual... What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro. You're just... Uh, I grew up... Yeah. Sports, sports segments are dying right now. Um, One day, I promise we, you. We like, need to like, hire us like a like a jughead just to show up to talk to Rick. <laughs> Are you saying I'm a jughead? I'm a gold Craigslist store. Fuck though. you, dude. Like, oh. You like sports? You want to talk in a podcast? All right, so like, ever, to? Getting off topic again. I grew up watching football every weekend on Monday mornings. ESPN isn't the bullshit it is now. It's not talk radio and like the view for dudes. Like ESPN used to just be sports and highlights. So it would start. So what with is Chris, it now? It's, it's the view for dudes. Okay. Like, it's a bunch of, like, grown-ass men like us being like, can you believe that Odell Beckham got traded to the Cleveland Browns? Oh, okay. How do you think that makes the New York Giants feel? 
and those fans, and you're just like, we're, I want to see the highlights of hey, all the man, sick plays last night. That, like, for, for a newbie like me who doesn't watch a lot of sports, that would actually help me, you know, like, rail It's a good in. entrance. Yes. It's a good entrance. But for me, I just want to see the sick plays. Right, right. Like, I need a little bit of that, but that's all ESPN does now, and that's, a, you know, again... I get it. But I grew up with Chris Berman every morning, and it was just like, there was a scroll of like the game finishes, and he'd be like, all right, these are the best plays of the day. This dude hit like a 500-foot home run. This dude tackled the dude like by the neck. It was fucking sweet. Like That mm-hmm. was the weekend. And again, you, during the game, whoop, 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 whoop. It, that's, it brought you home? Yeah. Right. Uh, that's good. Fuck that's me. great. <laughs> Damn it. I, I hate our sports segments. They, they're getting better. Oh, this hurts. Alright, any other good moments you want to bring up before we move on? Mm, I guess the entire, uh, just the last bit of just the football game. The football game's legit. Because it's just like, this is what kind of building up to it, and the entire time you're just having fun between, like, that moment of, like, Adam Sandler about to give up the game, but, like, him coming back and I mean yeah that's really it to be honest well I the can't. sports drama was really good and it, it's kind of like when you're a kid playing in your backyard mm-hmm. and you like make the scenario up in your head you're like oh four minutes left gotta make the comeback makes the big play to the mm-hmm. wide receiver like you really felt like you were in it where like yeah man we're gonna make this comeback yeah so, and I mean like that's a good I, point. I do like it, I know it's just sports in a movie but you do get caught on to that, you know, even yeah. if it's just a movie, like, and you know exactly where it's going to end, like, the sports part of it, like, I'm still like, oh, shit, like, mm-hmm. you know? Could have had that extra yard there. Mm-hmm. Fuck that up. Yeah, for um, sure. Something that I wanted to mention that I've been to a lot, like, like when, when I go to someone's houses, one of the movies I see in their DVD set, if they still have one, is The Longest Yard as one mm-hmm. of their, uh, as their, as their DVDs. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's how I rule, if I, if I can trust, <laughs> trust a, a family, is if yeah. they have The Longest Yard in their DVD set. For me, it's Jurassic Park. Okay. If you have Jurassic Park and, like, your front movies, yeah, we can hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I know what you're doing. Right, 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 okay. That's a good point. If there's a movie from our bracket that's in your front movies, right. I respect you a little bit uh-huh. more. Except for Transporter. Wow. Or Avatar. Fuck yourself. As I voted against Avatar. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, any Goldman Awards? Goldman Awards. Maybe, alright, well we got the best intros. So who had the best intro of this movie? Best intro giving it to Longest Yard. No, no, no. Which character, bro? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought between both, uh... Oh, you mean better? Just, no, we're not voting per movie. Oh, I'm best just saying, like, intro between in all of them. Yard, um, I think Nelly's was really good. Nelly's was good. I mean, he was um, just kind of checking out dudes. My though. favorite cast, since you never asked me, was the Great Colleague. Um, so so cool. I think, I think for me, that's the best intro. You obviously you didn't grow up with a uh, WWE Connecticut then. boy. I stopped yeah. watching by then. Um. So for me, it was a great Kali. I, I think I just to focus more on the WWF part. Like I stopped watching because they disrespected one of my favorite fighters. Who? Jeff Hardy. What happened to him? They legit cut him out of like the whole organization because he has a drug problem. I mean, it's... I mean, drugs for the '90s is what we're dealing with. Like 
like like hurtful tweets from ten years ago right now. Every 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 era has a space. No, but like, why I was super we bummed out. He was, he was the homie, and they got rid of him. So that's why I wasn't watching in great Kali days. I still knew who he was though. So like, I'm a big enough fan for that. Mm-hmm. Why are you being so mean? He's being hurtful. I did. I was mean to you earlier though. We're even. It's okay. Damn. I forgive you. Don't forget that Steve Austin. Bro, I love Steve Austin. One of the police. Uh huh. That's true. He was. Yeah. He plays a good cop. A little hard ass. Mm Mhm. For sure. Um. Funny. Another funny one. Just before uh, we end. Uh, when he's like, he's like, I don't know what your white boy's always sad about. You're white. Smile. (laughs) (laughs) It's the funniest thing. That is really funny. Yeah, Chris Rock's role in this movie is so like crucial. Yeah, it, it is missing. You're right, though. It, it is missing in 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 the last game. The, but the during the game part is really good. So like, I don't want to take away from how good those scenes are. I just think that like Chris Rock could have made them a little bit better mm-hmm. than they already were. So like, you're talking about like a scene that's already a nine to me, right? And you could have made it a ten with Chris Rock. Something that did did bother me though was. Uh... Um, the you got knocked the fuck out thing. It was just the the bit from, what is it? Uh, Friday, first Friday. Yeah. Um, which I I don't know if it was like like a like a nod to them or if it was just like, I just I don't know. This time around, it's just it but bothered me I a little bit more. I could see Chris Rock saying that like his character. I could see him saying that. Yeah. So like, I if agree. I was caretaker, like he's like the joke of mm-hmm. the group. I could see him doing that for mm-hmm. like. Who, like, I don't know who we compare it to, like, in our group, but, like, if one of our friends got knocked out, like, you know somebody would do that shit. Deshaun. Probably. Sorry to yeah, point that's, out that. that's on the, the point. The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, in Caretaker's I view, agree. that makes sense. Although now it's a little bit cringe. Because, like, it's just, like, it feels weird. Mm-hmm. All right. Global Awards. Are we done? Yeah. What's your vote for, uh, all right, sorry. What's your grade for the longest yard first viewing? Okay. First viewing, and now, now, okay, now I'm gonna say it sound like a ten whore, because for first viewing I was gonna give it a ten. Okay. Because I saw it in theaters and that, that, I was dying. Sure. Yeah. I was dying in, in in the theater. I don't think I've ever cried in a movie for for laughing more than this one. So Ooh, first viewing. That's a bold claim. That is a very bold claim. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. I I have my movie that I've laughed really hard. Uh huh. It's in, it's in the next episode. So. Okay. Hell yeah. I told you it was the drunk episode. What? Oh, are we getting drunk? I got... Don't stop. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, I don't think I've ever cried so hard in a movie from laughter. Okay, so what's your rating? <laughs> what? Ten. For, for, for uh, initial. Initial. Okay. I gave it a solid 8.5 for uh, this viewing. <gasps> no way. 7.5? 8.5. Damn, it went down for you. Yes. Why did it go down for you? Because I saw it after uh, Big Daddy. So it... it... No. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, so like, it was like... So Big, Big Daddy still a 10. Mm-hmm. And Longest Yard is now an 8. So what's your vote for what moves on? Big Daddy. Big Damn, Daddy. okay. And I was like, I mean, Longest Yard is my movie. Yeah. But... Right next to each other, it's, I mean, it's Big That's Daddy funny. all the way. I feel like it's going to be on me. And it's not even, like, like if it was just, if, if it was, like, if you, I had to choose between two characters, uh, main and supporting for both movies, I think the kid for me still takes it over Chris Rock, or Chris Brown, or whatever. Take a lap. No way. I don't know, dude. I really enjoyed the kid. He's the sweetest kid. All right, all right. I'm sorry. 
Alright, here we go. Alright, hold up. I didn't get to vote yet, bitch. Okay, okay go, go. That's on. Why are you nervous? I don't want to... I hate voting. <laughs> oh. Alright, so for me, first viewing, Longest Yard, also a 10. Saw it in theaters. Excellent experience. Had a, had a whole crew of people with me. Good time. For mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. It has gone down, of course, as movies do sometimes, to a 9. Okay. Just barely beating Big Daddy for me. Oh, wow. Okay. So I have Longest Yard moving on. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> Bro, I did oh, Okay. It's... All right, now for arguments, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. So for me, Big Daddy connected with me a lot. And growing up, having kids, having like that I don't want to grow up vibe and holding on to the past, like I still uh -huh. really appreciate that movie for like this movie for that. Mm -hmm. His relationship with the kid is super sweet. Like it makes you feel like you could be a dad even though like you don't necessarily want to in that mm -hmm. moment. Um, a lot of funny moments, a lot of heartfelt moments, um, but when I get to Longest Yard, it's very rarely boring at all. Longest Yard, from start to finish, will make you laugh at dumb shit, silly shit, like, semi-racist shit. Mm -hmm. Like, the scene where Nelly's, like, in the library and he gets called the N-word, like, damn, dude, like, I was just trying to watch a football movie with some jokes. Right. And they don't go full Spike Lee where they make it, like, nonsense. Mm -hmm. They just one touch of it and you're like, yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck these guards. Mm -hmm. Like, they've finally done too much. Fuck these guys. Right. Um, so I just, I love that vibe from The Longest Yard. I love watching it and having a big old smile on my face the whole time. So, Longest Yard moves on. Um, okay. Although I am surprised. It moves myself. on. For you. For me. Sorry. Okay, um, for me, Big Daddy is just, it's, 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 for me, it just reminds me of, like, like, holiday, and, like, and, like, just being home and not going to school, and, like, Big Daddy's on, and you got, like, like, like your cereal, you know, and you're just, it just Enjoying takes it. you, it just takes you to, like, the most peaceful times of a for kid, sure. and, like, and, like I said, for me, it's just, for that very slim part where you're, where you're, where you're, like, you know, like, you just don't have a care in the world as as a dude, and you know you just want to you just want to you know, so like, I don't know like the the kid, it, I I thought phenomenal actor for for sure, and I don't know like for me like the way they called McDonald's was was just just a perfect, and it's something that like they didn't do with this blockbuster call out that they were trying to do um with Captain um, Marvel with Captain Marvel when it's like way off topic. You know, we're like, <laughs> like I thought, like, like oh, like this McDonald thing where it's only at ten thirty. Like callback was like, it's like okay, I, I enjoyed it. It's, it's still funny. Like you know, it's still aged well. Mm -hmm. As we're blockbuster, you're like, and I think Disney's trying a little too hard to remind us of of a time. I don't know. For me, it just it was different. That's all right. I have one problem though. Okay. He said that the Sprouse brothers mm -hmm. should have won supporting actor over Chris Rock. And I just want it to be said that Chris Rock was far superior in the longest yard than those goddamn kids were. <laughs> and Big Daddy, get the fuck out of here. I don't Pro know, dude. Proceed with your vote. All right. What moves on? I'm not going to say ratings because I really love both of these movies. I hope they weren't both tens. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be super awkward. All right. So and movie what moves on? That moves on. Big Daddy. Yes. What? Yes. What kind of world are we living in? Are you serious? Yes, I am voting for Big Daddy. Just because it is, for me, it is more nostalgic than 
the longest yard. I inconceivable. Say, I think like when you look back in like in like twenty years, I think Big Daddy is probably gonna be like in everybody's heart more than Longest Yard. Longest Yard is gonna be like fuck, man. Like it's it's a good comedy, but if you you're say like to yourself, dude, Big you Daddy, saw Longest Yard on somebody's DVDs, you respect them. I agree. You see Big Daddy and you're like, oh. I agree, but, be, but it's, it's just different. like that's that, that's that's supposed to be there. But I want to watch Longest Yard <laughs> with my homies. I don't want to watch Big Daddy with my homies. Really? Like Longest Yard's on, and like we're all just chilling here, like drinking. Like that's a good time. Big Daddy might be like, dude, I'm about to cry. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do not look at me right now. Okay. Are you trying to well, cry in front of your boys? Like no. Maybe that's some real man shit. That's I, I mean, I mean, caretaker did die, and almost shed a tear. So You've that never, shit hurt. Uh, yeah. All right, go. You have never cried with your homies? No, I haven't cried since Robin Williams died. Oh, okay. Well, what about Carrie Fisher? I get choked up, but I'm good. All right. So as you guessed it, next when's episode. What? This morning when I saw myself. <laughs> when's the last time you cried? Let's not talk about that. All right, next episode. Last week. <laughs> you guessed it. I kind of. It was gave, last week. I kind of gave it away. Our next round will be Super Bad versus The Hangover. Brilliant. And it'll be our first drunk episode. I'm so fucked up thinking about this. We will be extremely drunk. I will I will be for sure. So Hell I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna be shutting up the during the entire podcast. And Superbad is one of I would say the most quotable movies out there. I agree. So Damn, I'm so prepare your quotes. Now. Not well actually both Superbad and The Hangover are pretty quotable. So I, it's yeah. going to be a very interesting episode. I'm excited. So we'll uh, see. When are we filming that? We have to, we have to find a special we, day for us. Because we busy, y'all. It's going to have to be a Saturday for me or a Friday night. Oh, great. We might have to take another one. Saturday morning doesn't seem... Uh... Saturday morning, <laughs> sir? Yeah. Fucked up on Saturday. What's next children. Saturday? We've done it before. Uh, no, but I mean, I can't get fucked up like that and then go home. Oh, fuck. We're going to drink. Yeah, we're getting This drunk. guy just showed up to the podcast and he <laughs> let his movie move on. We're going to get shit-faced. Uh, okay, that makes sense. We, we were trying to think of a drinking game that went with it, like a shot every time you quoted a line. Like, bad things. Or are we watching them together? That's what we said. Okay. Oh, are we? Okay. So we're watching it. We're watching both movies back-to-back. We gotta definitely re- designate a Friday night then. Okay. Because that's like a sleepover time. Yeah. I'm not trying to get that fucked up. This is gonna be a great episode. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, make sure you guys watch The Hangover and Superbad to remind us how good it was because we're gonna be toasted. Um, Longest Yard did not move on, but I do have a movie that I get to bring back from the dead Which because is- of our bet with James Gunn. It, was that the bet? Oh, really? We get to move, bring a movie Fuck, back from the Superman's dead. Superman's coming oh, back. Fuck. God damn it, dude. I am not going to say what the movie is today. I need to review my losses. Okay. But I'm just really pissed. But okay. I'm really right. pissed because, I All mean... Right. Well, what we were going to have to do, though, when I was thinking about this, you're trying to get out of here. We, we got to do um, a three, a triple threat match at some point. Yeah. Because we're going to need to add my movie from the dead versus two okay. other movies. Okay. So we're going to have a crazy episode. Uh, we got a we got a big week off again. We keep taking hiatus. What was our big uh, excuse? What was our big excuse this time? We were all uh, busy. We weren't ready. Yeah, none of us watched the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a pretty good excuse. Yeah. Um, but we're back. What's in... new with us? Jose's got an inter- internship. 
where he's going to work for free. Yeah. That's going to be great. Went to a couple of San Diego Fleet games supporting the Alliance of American Football. Even though How, how was that? It's good. They're, yeah. they're really fun games. I mean, the, the talent's not NFL level, but there's no drama behind anybody yet, so you're kind of just watching football without any, like... Right. You know, Com- uh, without... You know, there's no attachments to it suck. yet. Yeah. yeah, there's no real, like, real rivalries yet. It's it's really fun. I, um, I enjoy sports a lot, so, I mean, I'm down for more football. Was it a packed stadium? Like, no, 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 no. No, not at all? No, not at all. Oh, they, wow. they don't even open up the top layer of San Diego. Oh, wow, Club. okay. They don't even open up the top layer, so, like... Sometimes in the NFL, if they don't have a lot of good turnouts, they won't open up the top layer. Mm-hmm. I know Oakland with the Coliseum that could hold upwards of like a hundred thousand people mm-hmm. if they opened up the top layer, but they'll never fill that stadium like that. So um, the top of this of Qualcomm is completely closed off. The middle layer is mostly locked off. I think only like okay. press gets to go up there, but right. only like the lower levels where you know all the really good seats are mm-hmm. is is pretty packed out. So you feel like you're still in the atmosphere of a full stadium, as long as you don't look up right. and like you know. Into the rafters, which nobody really wants to sit up there anyway. Right. In regular season games, those are the cheap seats where all the drunks hang out, like me. So, I mean, I like those seats a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the sake of, you know, $20 tickets, it's it's a really fun experience to sit that close to the field at basically pro-level talent. Like, all the guys who play in this league are guys who have been in the NFL, could have gone in the NFL, barring, like, drugs, you know, issues in life. Mm-hmm. Um the starting running back for Birmingham was drafted number three overall, like four years ago, in the, into the NFL. So like, okay. there's a lot of good talent on the teams. It's just you know, it's also a new league, so they don't have a lot of, you know, following. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, that's where we were at Sunday night, and I, my wife and I went the Saturday before that as well. So oh no way, you were there both both mm-hmm. uh, both days. Yeah, they only played ten regular season games, so it's not too intense of a schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. how was the the weather? Weather yesterday was super nice. Everybody got a little tan. Yeah. We we tailgated um, Sunday afternoon, so I think the next game we go to, we're going to tailgate even earlier and, and, you know, just bomb out the whole day. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't too, too faded. Mm -hmm. Um, I I definitely wasn't drinking liquor like some people there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like to be sloshed when I'm out in public like that. Right. Um, Hey, man. But, you know, in my own house, I I don't mind partaking in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have some big current events. We had the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer, or on poster. We had a Game of Thrones trailer, an Endgame trailer. We have the Captain Marvel review from our producer perspective. We have all the James Gunn stuff, which includes a fantastic bet that we placed probably ten episodes ago on whether or not James Gunn was going to return to Guardians of the Galaxy, which... What episode is it? I don't remember. I don't want to go back and listen to hours. If anybody has a... A godly soul, please let us know. <laughs> if you're actually <laughs> listening to this. Well, my wife was going back and re-listening, so we, I think she was on episode six or seven. Oh, God. Bless, of, her, bless her heart. Oh, my God. I was listening to it, too, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad we cut some of those bits. But, I mean, that's why, like, I mean, the podcast just gets better and better because we're taking mm-hmm. out the stuff that doesn't work and adding stuff that does. So, today we're trying the pr- producer perspective. Um, hopefully that works out. Maybe less innuendos and more movie stuff. I should I should I should buy a piano and play like like soothing music. Please do. For, for you can just play do. soothing music. You don't have to actually like try to play piano. It's not the same, Rich. I don't think he can play piano though. Like it's gonna be super hey, crazy I'm listening to learn. him struggle. You should put you should put the the Will Smith uh, when he talks to the son on uh, what after Pursuit Earth? of Happiness. Oh okay. Where he was like, don't let nobody. You, you'll put it in. You hook me up, Jose. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. 
We'll well, see. I, I saw the most annoying TikTok video the other day, which is basically New Vine. This girl was like, I'm trying to learn this song, so like, bear with me here. She played like three keys and fucked up the third one. She goes, ah. Oh. And then she just bangs out like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, you fucking bitch. How <laughs> dare you shit. sandbag me like that? I was like, if there was a thumbs down feature, you would be getting it right now. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Celebration is, is uh, I think, nine days away. So we'll finally... Wait, isn't that in Chicago, right? I'm not sure where it is. For what? Star Wars Celebration is essentially Comic-Con for Star Wars. Just Star Wars stuff. Why don't they do it on May 4th? Because uh, they don't really care about May the 4th. That's more for just the super nerds like me. The thing about that convention is that they go to different cities every year. Oh, yeah? When is it going to hit California? I think last year was in Florida. And this that year's sounds gonna be, familiar, yeah. This year is going to be in Chicago. But last last time there was a Star Wars celebration was when they released the trailer for The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, the last year that had a notable movie to come out. Mm-hmm. So I would really anticipate getting the title and a trailer for Episode Nine in the next two weeks or so. Which is, you know, for me, Threat Level Midnight. Like, I'm super pumped just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I watched um, the YouTube, like, play, like, the live uh, feed of Star Wars Celebration for legit, like, seven hours straight. During the last Jedi hype, so why do you guys act surprised? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Because I feel like I know you're rich, and then you surprise me. I know, and then I say some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, then we had James Gunn had also had a comment about um, there's going to be a complete reboot of the Suicide Squad team, where there's I I believe the rumor has been confirmed that Idris Elba is playing Deadshot now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's been confirmed, but it's the same is class. Harley Quinn still? Because I, I, I would think they wouldn't recast her. I the mean, weird thing is, Joel Kinnaman's not coming back as like Ranger Rick or whatever his character was. Oh, no way. Um, but the Birds of Prey movie is coming out where Margot Robbie's producing that movie. So she's got a lot invested into that part of the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if James Gunn would recast Harley Quinn. when, uh, Among everybody, I think Harley Quinn was one of the most liked characters in that movie. That's the only reason I like that movie. It's because of Harley Quinn. Everything else, for, in yeah. my perspective, is pretty trash. It's it's got its goods and its bads, but definitely more bad than good in that movie. I think uh, with the full reboot though, in James Gunn direction, James Gunn, I mean he's hit or miss, but he has a lot of funny stuff in his movies mm-hmm. where it's not always great from start to finish, but you always leave the theater having a good time with James Gunn. I agree. Um, so Guardians three coming out, that'll be good, uh, knowing that James Gunn will be back, and I'm super happy that the cast who like he stood like by the. Dave Batista casting as Drax mm-hmm. and Vin Diesel as Groot mm-hmm. and they all like stood behind him and Palm Clementine as uh, Clementine? Clementoff? Whatever. The girl who plays Mantis. Uh-huh. Bruh, we are recording. What is the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> fucking six year olds get distracted by a laser. That is the cat. Oh my god. But all the cast was super supportive of James Gunn because without James Gunn casting them into this Marvel universe they would have never been in there. Keep right. it real. Nobody would have put Dave Batista mm-hmm. in a Marvel movie. Like you're competing with Doctor Strange as Benedict Cumberbatch, like one of the most touted right. actors in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then there's Dave Batista in the same universe, literally having conversations together. Like, mm-hmm. that would have never happened if not for James Gunn. Right. So I'm glad the cast stood behind him. I'm glad Disney finally, you know, got off their high horse and stopped pretending like tweets from 12 years ago matter. Mm-hmm. Like, who would have thought your MySpace status 10 years ago would have given you, like, or lost you a job today? Right. Like, how is that fair? Yeah. So I'm glad that that finally kind of past and which I thought it would but Disney seemed like they were pretty standoffish about it so when we made the bet I kind of thought I was going to lose it but I'm glad we didn't I'm glad we stuck you know they stuck to their guns and 
or didn't stick to their guns, I guess. Hey, good game's good. Nailed it. Um, uh, Endgame trailer. Have either of you guys seen the Endgame trailer yet? No. no. Without any spoilers, it's just pure hype. I don't care what anybody says. The movie didn't need trailers. The fact that you're throwing trailers out there is just to keep the blood flowing through everybody and making sure our hearts beat a little bit faster when we hear the Avengers theme. I did I did see one. I've been seeing pictures. I haven't seen the trailer, but I've seen uh, pictures. And I saw Hawkeye's new haircut. He looks I, legit. And I saw the funniest meme where it was a picture of him getting a haircut and then the barber is just dissipating. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's uh, fucked up. Which is why he has, he that has like a fucked up hair. That's yeah. fucked up. I like his mohawk. Fuck you guys. <laughs> and then we had the second Game of Thrones trailer um, for season eight. Um, I know Francisco watched it. Part of it, yes. Uh, I haven't watched it. You haven't watched any of the trailers. So the first trailer was just the board. Um, that was pretty simple. Again, just all hype. The second trailer was very simple. The Stark family doing Stark Family shit. It's kind of hard doing no spoilers for trailers, but what are you going to do? And then the third trailer was all hype, but I guess it's only for the first three episodes, so we're completely on a blank slate about what's going to happen after episode three, which is really intense. Yeah, and how many episodes? Six episodes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That's going to be... Stressful. I know. And I'm actually I... sad, like, because how often do shows actually nail the ending? You know what I mean? Not been, not many. Like, I'm still pissed about Dexter. I'm still oh pissed about God. How I Met Your Mother. Like, there's so many shows. I know everybody, like, hangs on to Breaking Bad as if it was perfect, but I still didn't love the last season. I'm really excited for Game of Thrones. It seems like they're nailing it, like, at as close to the peak of Game of Thrones yeah. as it could ever be. Mm-hmm. I think the one problem I'm having with Breaking Bad right now is that, like, the last season wasn't the best, but I think the last two episodes were really great. And it, I think it ended it perfectly. Yeah, I think the last episodes were really good, but, but now, there was a lot of... But know. now they're making a Breaking Bad movie that's based on Aaron Paul's character, or Jesse Pinkman. But After it's like, the fact? Yeah, but it's just kind of like, we already got a, like... I liked his ending. Well, I, I mean, liked how he was pretty fucked up, was. you know? Like, yeah. He left pretty damaged. So like like what it what is could you have happens? left more damaged like unless he's reek from Game of Thrones like <laughs> yeah like, there's perfect. no more damage than than Aaron Paul was at the end of that show like that was so heartbreaking but for it's his like character you, you felt happy for him finally escaping spoilers but I mean it's come on. show came out like eight years I know ago. <laughs> so like I don't want to see a movie about him struggling with like PTSD or mm-hmm. having to go back to self math again well I don't think he's gonna you know like just. Imagine if he just goes around just still calling people bitch. Because <laughs> it's like they he pretty much killed off all his old enemies. Mm-hmm. All of his there? friends, too, though. Like, yeah. he didn't have any homies left, either. Well, Badger and, and Skinny Pete are still alive. Oh, that would be a great movie. Yeah. Those three just hanging out at, like, the back of a 7-Eleven. What about, there's, like, a like an ending scene, and, like, it's, like, Walter White, like, waking up from the hospital the or some shit like that. <laughs> no, not zombie, yeah, but, it's like... It's The Walking Dead. Let's go. <laughs> but, like... But even uh, Better Call Saul, I'm okay with that. But that's because you're. I never you're, finished that. It's really, it's so. I heard it's good. I just don't have the interest in that universe. Yeah. It's just, it's I like Saul's character in the small bits that you mm-hmm. saw him. I didn't. I watched like the first two episodes and I was like, yeah, it's too much. No, I first I saw the I think a season and a half. I just how many is it? Four, three? It's, and I just finished a four season. Yeah. Okay. In summer. Right. Uh, we have a Captain Marvel review. No spoilers. No spoilers. Producer, uh, producer perspective. Intro to smooth jazz right here, y'all. Um, I'm gonna play that saxophone guy. Just bam, 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 um, bam, bam. I really liked it. 
I think I, I will Reviews say, have been generally good if you're not an angry white dude. I will say that the first night I went to go see it, I got really drunk. So you saw it twice? I saw it twice. The okay. first time I don't remember He's seeing it. He's twice the movie critic that we are. Because I got drunk and I fell asleep halfway through the movie. I heard that you did fall asleep. Yeah. So good for you, buddy. I had to go again the next day to watch it. To be honest, um, though, going into Captain Marvel would not have been the movie I wanted to show up drunk for. Did you go with yeah. two different people? Two different, yeah. Sets wow. Of, yeah. First, first night was Imagine having two different sets of friends. Imagine having friends at all. I know. Oh this <laughs> podcast is like our chance to meet people, and we're all still talking <laughs> to still, cats. And we're still crushing on, yeah, yeah. on my cat. We're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to do a live show, and nobody's going to show up. Just Khaleesi running around. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be our friends sitting in the corner. Yeah. So, um, what what was your score for, uh, Captain Marvel? for Captain Marvel? Yeah. In the Marvel universe of the 21 movies or so, is it more towards the middle, more towards the end, more towards the top? Oh, I would give it an 8. An 8? Yeah. Jesus Christ, you liked it a lot. I really liked it so a lot. So, better than Doctor Strange? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, Better wow. than Guardians Better than 1. Thor 3? Well, I mean, Doctor Strange is better than Thor. Oh, I'm Definitely sorry. not. I'm sorry. My mistake. I, when you say Thor movies, I just assume you're going to the bottom of the barrel. I just say Ragnarok for oh, Thor okay. because like it's just it doesn't even feel like a Thor movie. It's Ragnarok. Okay. We can do a side... Well, we're going to get into more brackets. We're going to have to... We can do a side bracket of the best Marvel movies of the MCU. Well, we know where it's going to end. Once and yeah. end is coming. But I, I don't... I, I wouldn't There's say... There's going to be some heated debates. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's better than, than Thor 3... Or okay. What'd you say? Guardians one. Guardians one. That's where like my like top echelon is. No, yeah. is like Guardians, Guardians one. one is really really good. Yeah. But I think, I think for me it would land in a, like a top ten list. Okay. Wow. So I, yeah. It, it Upper land, middle. It wouldn't land in a top five list, but it would mm-hmm. land in a top ten. Okay. So it's really, it's very different. Good. Um, I like different because Marvel's really cookie cutter lately. Yeah. So uh, obviously with the exception. How was of the chemistry Infinity between? Captain Marvel and the girl from Orange Is the New Black Samuel Jackson. and Samuel Jackson. Yes. Oh, her Thank too. you. Him too. Um, <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Yeah. There's a scene where they're they're kind of just hanging out in the kitchen, and of course, I will say that Samuel um, Jackson loves hanging out in random spots. Yeah. Movies. <laughs> I will hanging say, out with tractors and shit. I will say that Brie Larson is a little cheesy in, in her role, but. Yeah. Honestly, can't see anybody else playing Captain Marvel. Like I was, I've been, we've been trying to think of like. Well, Katie Sackhoff was like the go-to pick when the when the movie uh-huh. first got announced. I don't know who she is. She was in Stargate. She was in the Power Ranger fake movie that they made, like the six-minute movie. Oh. She was the main like chick okay. in that. Blonde chick. She was in Longmire. I mean, she's just like the nerd. Like, What's her name? Katie her Sackhoff. Up. Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, it's a bad name. <laughs> But, no, yeah, I really liked it. Ooh. Wow, bro. You're recording right now. Relax your bones. Everyone's. Oh, yeah, she's a dime. (laughs) Aren't you? Yeah. No, she's a dime, obviously, but there's no arguing that. Brie Larson's a dime, too, like. No, I remember having the biggest question on her just from Brie Larson has, like, a snarky look I I just can't get over. It's like. you're an angry white man. Definitely not, but. I don't know. She did, like, her look, like, she's like, like, yeah, bitch, I'm better than you. And like I just like she like, did get nominated. She did win an Oscar at like twenty years. Okay, old, so. then, okay then. For room, for room, yeah, yeah. Um, just, and that's my thing too is I think a lot of people who hate on Brie Larson didn't see Room. I didn't see. Movie, I didn't see Room. Exactly. <laughs> room and have you seen Short Term Twelve? No. Oh, that's just 
It's just the depressing. Oh, fantastic! I love depressing movies. But no, she she did great. I think the standout character from the from the movie was obviously Goose the cat. And if you nice. don't know anything about that, it's pretty like. I heard it's fantastic. It's pretty great. Yeah. She's the standout character. Well, that's good that she's being outacted by cats and old black men in kitchens. Yeah. And then the Stanley character. Stanley Stanley oh my god, was there's it, another was Stanley character? CGI yeah. or? No, well, this, they filmed this movie before his death. Oh, okay. So, you know. And I think they also filmed Endgame before his death. So he's going to have, I'm hoping, one of the best cameos in that movie. Hoping. Really? I'm hoping. I don't think like, any cameo is going to touch one? his one in, in Homecoming. Kind of like a, a, I mean, sorry, in uh, the Spider-Verse. Dude, he was heartbreaking in the Spider-Verse oh, the, cameo. No, no, the Spider-Verse that shit, cameo was that shit hurt. the best one. I don't remember it. I'm not going to lie. It's when Miles Morales runs in, runs into him at the store, and he was just like... Oh, what did he say? I can't remember. He was going to buy a Spider-Man costume, and Stan Lee was behind the counter selling the costumes, and he goes, it doesn't fit, and Stan Lee just replies, don't worry, buddy, it fits on everybody eventually. And it's just like, just hearing Stan Lee's voice again, and like, yeah. his death was like, maybe four weeks before that it was heartbreaking mm-hmm. and it was like oh yeah man there's a little bit of Spider-Man in all of us <laughs> everybody gets one and then yeah but I don't I wouldn't say this one's like the best cameo okay. but it is a, like a nice little nod because he is he is holding it like a something in his hand and if you read what he's holding you're just kind of like oh what does it say that did happen huh what happened what's on the paper oh you want to know spoilers go spoilers spoilers for a cameo he's just holding a script for um the movie uh, Mall Rats, which that's was done, funny, which was done by Kevin Smith, yeah, which was around the same because it was in the nineties, right? Which is around the time that he did um, right that movie, and I completely forgot that he did a cameo. In that yeah, movie. well, Mall Rats had so many cameos in it. Yeah, yeah. So it was just really because like uh, Kevin Smith did like like reacted to that, and he was like he was so oh, happy after, I mean, Kevin Smith would be so nerded out on that. Yeah, oh no, for sure. Of course, that's really good for him. Yeah, but anyways, right, yeah, cool. definitely recommend it. Obviously, if you're... I still need to see it in theaters. I don't like missing Marvel movies. If you can't watch a movie because it's a female lead, you're an idiot. That's definitely so. why I'm not watching it. Obviously. No. <laughs> Obviously. I don't know. I just... Cool. The marketing seems different for this movie. I, I don't know. Ha- uh, to be honest with you, though, I didn't like the marketing for the movie at all. You're right. It didn't hype me up at all. And part of it is because I'm really salty about Infinity War, but, I mean, be that as it may, I want to see more of these movies. But until, mm-hmm. the, until Endgame ends, like, until I know how that goes, I don't want to get any more invested with this universe because I'm really I'm on the edge about it moving on sports there's a lot of fantastic trades in football crickets crickets <laughs> been yeah. one of the best off seasons in NFL history multiple wide receivers from top teams have been traded cool and also baseball spring training 10 days away hell yeah awesome guys now on to the movies <laughs> I love the sports segment. I'm so glad we didn't pick the anime segment. Which I actually wanted to bring this up a long time. Another podcast I listened to is a Nerd Soup. And uh, they had a, a 10 to 15 minute riff just on anime the other day. Wow. As I was having an argument whether or not we were closer to having an anime segment or a sports segment. Uh-huh. And then my one of my favorite podcasts had a whole fucking riff just on like, oh, this is my favorite anime character. And this one's why I was like, I fucking hate my life right now. <laughs> I've never like fast forwarded through a podcast before in my life. And I was so, like, no, so they started talking, they yeah. started talking about anime and, yeah. and now one. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It was really bad timing for me. Bro, I really think, and okay, just hear me out. So I heard somewhere, I don't remember where, 
that the reason why Japan has so much anime and so much cartoon and so much like kid drive um, society or community, it's because they were so strict back in like the seventies or sixties or whatever. So Some like, decade. so so they 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 decided not to like follow customs of like being, you know, this like. I don't know, and, and so it, so it like, has to be like a kid here. Like, yeah, and, and that makes so, sense. And, hey, man, it is what it is. But that's why the Goonies is so good, though, because like it's kids like just going on an adventure. Right. It's not adults like breaking out of their house. That's why I'm kind of worried about it too. I know we're getting way of the fuck off topic, mm-hmm. but like, it too, fully adults like being chased from like a clown. To me, it's not gonna have even close to the same vibe as why like it won so much. Yeah. yeah. I just know. I, I just I just have a big feeling that like anime is gonna like boom. Never. In like no, in, in in like never ever in the United States, like big, just because of like, I mean, just like how different, like, people our age, you know, like, like make a difference now. Like, come on, like people are Wait, getting. I actually saw a really good um, like message board thing where basically like, the kids who grew up from like uh, nineteen eighty nine to. To like 1995, like people who were born in that age group grew up without internet, without computers, mm-hmm. like had to do all their paper on, or had to do all their homework on paper. And then during our lifetime, we saw like the craziest evolution from like now we can print out anything we want from our phone. Yeah. And communication. Yeah. So it's like the weirdest transition. And I know every generation thinks that they saw the weirdest transitions, mm-hmm. but like we went through like a crazy technology boom. Yeah. Whereas kids who were born in 96 already had handheld phones. Mm-hmm. But I, I still remember cassette tapes. I love... Uh, my favorite yeah. like I, music I, ever was on cassette. I remember wa- like watching all my movies on VHS. Mm-hmm. And I, rem- I still remember vividly the first day I got a DVD player. Because I yeah. thought it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the fact that... It didn't that even make had, sense. The, the fact that it had special features. Yeah. Right. I don't remember being like, mad right, right. about non-rewinded VHSs. Yeah. Like, it's so different. Finding Nemo was the very first DVD I ever Mine watched. was Shrek. Yours was Shrek? Yeah, mine, mine was Shrek. Mine was Jurassic Park 3. Okay. Really? Yeah. That's freaking cool. Oh my god. I'm kind of hating. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but then my kids, my kids literally bought um, Finding Dory on their Amazon account with my password and my money, and they got it immediately on their tablet, and I was like, how the hell are you watching that? And he's like, do, 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 do. and I'm like, you did not just fucking buy a twenty dollar movie on your goddamn tablet. I used to have to sweat, <laughs> right? Like reverse videos, right? There's no way three year olds be doing that. Start over. Yeah, it's not fair. And like even like communication, you know, like letters and stuff. Like, yeah, like having a conversation. Letters to my grandma. You know, having letters. a conversation took days, and now like you just call yeah. somebody or. Yeah. Or even you know, information gets passed, you yeah. know, in like in seconds. Yeah, in middle school, when one of my cousins moved away to like a city that's probably like two hours away from here, mm-hmm. there was no way for me to communicate with her because I didn't have a cell phone. Right. So we would send letters to each other. Obviously. And now I got a phone and I can just literally like text her. What's weird though about that though is like there's people who you would think about like when you were kids and growing up and like, oh, I would talk to my sister so much more and my cousin so much more if, if we mm-hmm. had cell phones. Yeah. And now that I'm an adult, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to call them. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to ruin their day with like a boring ass conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we going to really talk about? So it's really weird. Like the people who you want to conversate with all the time, you just conversate with. Yeah. There's no like separation anymore. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's, we'll we'll you, find out where we fit in once. You want, yeah. I did want to ask one question for you since you are the spur, spur, uh, sport, sports person. <laughs> you are the sports person. What's up? Did you hear about the Sandlot reboot as a TV show with all the original cast coming back? I did. How do you feel about that? 
I don't love the Sandlot the way that other people do. Okay. Um, so it's not breaking my heart because I'm not going to care either way. The original Sandlot is a fun movie, um, but I just don't have like an emotional connection to it. If I heard they're remaking The Goonies, I'd be upset. Okay. But Sandlot's whatever to me. All right, then. Never mind. Fuck me, right? Fuck you, right? Gotta go to the bed.